Hey, today I have a great episode for you. We talk about three C's that are are so important in our lives. Three C's that can make a difference. And if we own up to them, if we decide to hit them head on instead of allowing them to just happen, what could our lives look like? What could our lives be if we took control? And that's not even one of the C's. So listen in and listen to three C's that if you got curious about, your life can change. And how amazing could that be? Listen in. Hi friend, I am so excited that you're here to check out Her Restored Spirit podcast. If you've gone through something that has left you broken spirited, maybe it's a divorce, loss of a spouse, or even a child, loss of a job, whatever it is, I know there is restoration in your future. I'm a widowed mom, and I remember what it feels like to emerge from the fog to discover that my loss is not the center of my story, but it actually instilled in me a new hope, a new understanding of faith, and a new strengthening in my heart, soul, and motherhood. I have finally understood that God has taken my test and formed it into my testimony, and that's why I'm here with you. I want you to step into your purpose, into a newfound joy, and to turn a new page in your book, because I believe you are on the brink of full restoration, unlocking a confidence that you didn't know was inside you, and understanding how to live more fruitfully with purpose, joy, and permission to be washed in possibility. It's time, friend, to reclaim your restored spirit. Hey, and welcome back to Her Restored Spirit Podcast. My name is Tammy, and I'm the host. And today I have a, an interesting topic for you. We're going to talk about changes, challenges, and choices. Now, the three of these things together, um, my friend Mary was talking about it, and she, she made a comment about those. And I've been journaling about them and stewing over them, and I realized that this is really where the power lies for us in the changes, in the challenges, and in the choices. And these are some of the areas that we we avoid, or we give away our power, or we don't take them seriously, or we choose to ignore them, or we make them so fast, or we try to get through it instead of actually understanding the purpose and the, the plan for them. But we don't typically do these well until we're intentional about them. So let's start with changes. I do not have to say anything about life and life having lots of changes. That's pretty much a guarantee that life continues to change around us. But do we change with it? Do we avoid it? Or do we stubbornly respond to it in a way that we refuse to change? We refuse to adapt. We refuse to even address the changes that we see and acknowledge them. Because sometimes simply acknowledging a change will help you, well, validates it for one, but it'll help you understand what do you want with respect to the change? What's happening? How does it affect your life? And if you don't go through and decide how it's going to affect your life, it will change it for you. 
it will things will happen and you know the change will uh, well it will happen to you it will affect you it'll affect your family your kids your finances your your relationships your work your health but what if instead of avoiding change because can we really avoid change i mean we can not look at it for a little while but it's still going to happen but instead of avoiding change or instead of looking at it as something that's done to us and becoming a victim to change what if we looked at it with curiosity what if we explored the possibilities and used it as a growth opportunity what if we used it as a way to find a new hope or to go to God and ask him, what now? What do I need to do with this and how can I use it? What if that's how we address change? What if we journaled about it instead of complained about it? What if we took our journal to God instead of our, instead of Facebook or instead of going to other people or just complaining all the time about things that done to us. Well, what could happen? Change is inevitable. It really is. The tides change, the sun changes. I mean, as the world turns, that's the one thing that we can guarantee is things are constantly moving and changing. And if we don't constantly move and change with it, then we feel like we are victims to it. We feel like it's we, we're just part of the circumstances from it. Like we have to succumb to what the changes offer us. So my, my question to you and my, my thought here is, what would happen if you, instead of going hard against the change what instead of avoiding it or looking at it like great here it comes again you know i just get used to this and life changes what if you got curious and what if you asked yourself what am i learning through this what lesson have i learned or do i need to learn and what opportunities are available how can i look at this in a positive way and how can i use this to grow I think that if we just ask ourselves these questions, we would be able to adapt and overcome. And I think really things would happen around us and for us that we didn't even know were possible. We could understand our own emotions, our own thoughts, our own feelings throughout the change instead of feeling like we're out of control or overwhelmed. So I encourage you, try it. Just look at something that's going on, some change that's happening in your life. And just to see, how could you, how could you look at it and be curious about it? The next is challenges. It's a big thing right now, the three-day challenge, five-day challenge, 30 days to a new you, all these things that happen in the new year. But challenges happen all the time. Our kids challenge us. 
our friends challenge us, our significant others challenge us, if you have one of those. Our friends, our family, our coworkers, our bosses, schools. I won't even get into politics and all of that because, well, there's no need to. But again, what if you looked at challenges as a way to grow through them? What if you looked at them as a way to give yourself that permission to make those changes that you really want to make? That you really have been, that have been on your heart, these changes, whether it's a, a new job or asking for a raise or a new relationship or a new friendship or a new, or a new way of thinking. What if you allowed it to change the way you see things? That instead of looking at everything as an opposition against you, you looked at it as an opportunity for hope. You looked at it the same way we looked at changes and you got curious about it. And how can I grow through this? This is a question that I ask myself and I ask my kids all the time. Because a lot of times we cannot control our circumstances. We cannot control the these external circumstances or the, the thoughts or actions of other people, the comments of other people. But we can take an opportunity and we can grow through things in ways that will forever change us and help us to see gratefulness instead of victimhood. Help us learn and grow instead of feeling like there's like we're just being pulled through time and we have no control over what's going on in our lives. Just like changes are inevitable, so are challenges. Are we going to run from them or are we going to stand up and fight for ourselves and our families? Are we going to hide and avoid challenges or are we going to hit them head on and realize that we that we're not victims to them and that we don't have to do or go the same way everyone else is going we can look and see for other opportunities in other ways to address these challenges what do you want And who do you want to be? And then with that, I'm going to go into the last. And this is the most powerful. This is the most powerful, powerful thing that I've realized. Is we all have choices. Whether we make them or not, they're still ours. To ignore or not make a choice is still a choice. But what if you stopped letting other people or other things or external sources make the choices for you? What if you owned your choices, good or bad? It doesn't matter. At this point, make a choice. God will redeem your choices and redeem the actions. He, he's there to catch you when you fall because sometimes we have to make some poor choices in order to figure out what the right ones are. Sometimes we, we just have to start moving in order to see how things clear up or see the way we need to go. But when it comes to changes and challenges, we have the choice 
to get better or to get bitter. We have the choice to turn to God or turn to self. We have the choice to turn to God or turn to the world. We have an opportunity with every choice we make. We make thousands, thousands of choices a day. Most of them run in our subconscious, which the more I hear and the more I learn about the subconscious choices we make and how they're meant to keep us familiar and safe, they are not meant to keep us successful or grow. They want to keep us in the comfortable fear and keep us stuck. They want to keep us right where they are, right where we are, because we understand and we can deal like, no, we're not happy here. Oh, it's terrible. All right. But we can handle terrible. We know what this feels like and we're okay with it. But are we okay with it? I hear so many times I'm stuck. I just don't know what to do next. I don't know where to go from here. And a lot of times it's taking one opportunity, one event, one decision that we make in the morning and choosing something different to start the ripple effect, to start something completely different. And it reminds me of the Groundhog Day and all those other movies that played off of that, where you go through the same thing and you keep trying things until you find the right combination that gets you to the next step. What if you had that opportunity every morning to just try something new until you find what works? You find your purpose and your your life and your joy It's not going to happen overnight. I mean, it could, but not typically. But if we start making little choices, if we start going after our healing and go to God for our restoration instead of staying and using the excuse that we just don't know where to go or we don't know what to do, if we didn't allow choices to be made for us, what's possible for you? What's holding you back from making choices? What's holding you back from doing the next step that you know to be true? And what could happen if you acted and you made a choice anyway, even if you didn't know the right way? And as an Enneagram one, you know that is extremely difficult for me, but I've got in the habit of doing it anyway, doing it afraid, doing it without seeing the next step after it, doing it without understanding how it's going to be, doing it knowing that God has my back and my friends have my back, and knowing that even if I fall, I'm going to have more information. And failure is not the opposite of success. Failure is not... Are we even failing if we've learned something and we can grow through it? So, so many times we're so afraid to make a choice because we don't want to fail. We don't want to, for it to not work out. But if we don't make the choice, it's inevitable. We won't find that success that we're looking for. We won't find the peace and the love and the, the harmony and the joy and the purpose and the life that we desire if we don't make one small choice. So next week, 
on the 26th of January, I am hosting another meetup. And this one is learning to thrive through your grief in 2022. And this is the idea. This is the idea that we're going to talk about. I'm going to share some really cool ideas with you, some, some tips and tricks, and just encourage you to make a small step. I would love if you would join us. So the registration page is now open on my website. I will put the link in the show notes, or you can go to the TammyMarieCoaching.com and then the link in bio. And I'll also put, I'll put it somewhere else on the Facebook page or well, Facebook page. Yes. And on Instagram and well, you know, and through email, there's going to be lots of ways you can sign up, but don't go another day thinking that you don't have a choice, that the where you are now is inevitable and it's you'll, you'll never get better. You'll never be able to grow. That this raw pain that you're feeling, the cycle of grief that you've been chained to is the only way. So I hope that you meet us over there. I hope that we have a good showing and we can just have a lot of fun and encourage each other and inspire inspire each other to make those small choices. We all have a decision to make. We can decide to live through our grief or we can allow our grief to control us. We don't have to set down our grief in order to live our life. We don't have to set down our pain, but we do have to allow it to change us. And we, we do have to allow it to mold over time and propel us to a place of health. God says in 1 Peter 5.10 that he is going to restore us after we suffer a little. And my friend, you have suffered enough. You have suffered so much. What possibilities are there for you if you allow God to heal you? So with that, I will end this. And I want you to know that you are loved and that you are worthy of a beautiful life. And it all starts with one small choice. And maybe the choice is just to sign up for the meetup because you're not quite ready or you can't really see what your next step is. But maybe there's a glimpse of hope knowing that it's out there. I hope you have a beautiful week. Bye for now.